You're listening to The Open Podcasts. Hello, my name is Marcus Buckland, host of The Open Radio, and I'm delighted to say The Open Podcasts are back. In the coming weeks and months building up to the 151st Open at Royal Liverpool, The Open Podcast will be bringing you new episodes of your favourite documentary series in the story of and tales of The Open. We will then bring you all the action from Hoylake this year with preview episodes and daily podcasts from the Championship with me and the Open Radio team. You won't want to miss any of those, so make sure you're subscribed ahead of July. The One Club Hub is now also home to exclusive audio, including our three-part documentaries on Tom Watson and Sir Nick Faldo. So sign up for free to check those out as well if you haven't already. You can sign up for free on theopen.com or the Open app. Just follow the signs for The One Club. However, before all that, we hope you enjoy this episode in which you'll hear from the last person to win the Open at Hoylake, Rory McIlroy. Speaking exclusively to the Open prior to the championship last year, Rory's stories and tales from golf's original major, including that famous victory in 2014, makes for essential listening. Once again, subscribe or follow The Open Podcast wherever you're listening for more of golf's greatest stories. And we'll see you soon with our weekly episodes. But for now, here's Rory. My earliest childhood memories, I think, of The Open were... It was probably 97. True. And the winner of the gold medal and the champion golfer for the year, Justin Leonard. Justin Leonard won, uh, but Darren Clark was in contention. And um, obviously Darren Clark from Northern Ireland, growing up there, very big deal. Uh, And I remember everyone really had high hopes going into that final day with Clarkie. Good putt. Good putt. Oh, that's a sensation. Look at all those Austin in there. Absolutely joyous. Tremendous effort thus far for Darren Clark. He wasn't able to wasn't able to get the job done, but obviously a, a few years later he did. But um, that's probably my earliest memory. And then I can basically I can reel off everything from there. Burkdale '98, Mark O'Meara, Justin Rose, hole in that wedge shot at uh, '99, Paul Laurie Carnoustie, obviously Tiger 2000, St Andrews. So. Yeah, I'd say late 90s was when I really started to get into it. And that's, you know, when I was eight or nine years old and really, really getting into golf myself. Uh, you know, they're my, they're, they're my earliest memories. My first ever Open I went to was 2004 at Troon. Uh, I, played the, I played at the Junior Open Championship uh, that year and then went across to Troon to watch. So, um, but the Open is, I mean, it's it's just, it's one of those events. It's something that, I think growing up, growing up in in Northern Ireland and around the UK, we've got this massive summer of sport with it. You know, it starts with Wimbledon, and then it goes on to the Open, and then it's just, you know, it's it's always a great time of year, and um, you know, it, it's always exciting. A perfect Scottish summer's morning. 
In just a few days' time, the Open champion will be crowned here on the 18th green in front of a world audience of millions. Over the coming week, Carnoustie 2007 would prove to be one of the most dramatic Opens in recent history. Now this is Rory McIlroy, this for birdie. He's got it, he's got it. And the Irishman, couple under now. Definitely a star of the future, I think. Yes, I saw him hit balls a couple of hours ago. Very impressive for a young fella, only 18. So, you know, sort of even going back to the summer beforehand in 2006, I won the European Amateur in, in uh, Italy to, to get myself into the Open, and that was... I mean, it's all I could really think about that year is, is the fact that I'm going to be playing in the Open. Um, and I was coming off a high. I, uh, Ireland uh, had just won the European Team Championships the week before that I was a part of at uh, Western Gales. There's Rory McIlroy making his way down the fairway, and he really is a terrific young amateur. Twice yeah, Irish amateur champion, won the European amateur title last year, recently helped Ireland win the European Amateur Team Championship only last week at Western Gales, so McElroy really playing some superb golf at the moment. Uh, and then went over to Carnoustie to, to play the Open, and uh, I just, I mean, I'd, you know, I'd arrange practice rounds with Nick Faldo, Darren Clark, I, I uh, played a few holes with Ernie Els, I was just, I mean, it was just, it was unbelievable, like for a whatever I was, just turned 18-year-old kid, um, to be having these experiences and, and to get to play an Open Championship. He has a bit of a take-no-prisoners approach, Sam. Very aggressive. Wayne, he's 18. <laughs> and even the draw that I had the first two days, I played with um, I played with Jimenez and Stenson, who at that time were two of the biggest names in golf. And, and you know, here I am. Um, you know, just a, a kid getting to play alongside them the first two days. That was... Yeah, it's it's an unbelievable experience, and you know I think back to that time and how, just how excited and in awe I was of everything, um, and you know that's it's it's really cool being in the position that I'm in now today to to see these amateurs get to play in the Open Championship that have qualified and play practice rounds with them and sort of, you know all those those feelings and those memories come back to you with you know what it was like for. You know, what it was like for me when when I was at that stage. So um, that's one of the great things about the Open as well is just the the mix of people and and the the sort of eclectic nature of of the field uh, is is very cool. Oh, beautiful shot! The Open Championship, no problem. Yeah, um, thankfully it went straight down the middle. I think, which was nice. But yeah, once I think as well, like once I got into the rhythm of the round, it was just like playing, you know, it's just playing golf. You're just trying to get the ball in the hole. And, um, you know, that day worked, that first day at Carnoustie worked out really well for me. I was the only player to not have a bogey um, in the field and, you know, shoot 68 and be just a couple off the lead. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Open championship, 18 years of age. Walk around the golf. Thirty-five, thirty-three. Off for an orange squash. 
Yes. Not too strong. Three birdies, not a drop stroke. The only person so far today to have gone round the course without dropping a shot. Excellent playing. It was it was it was very cool. Um, unfortunately, I didn't quite keep it going the rest of the way. But I think for my first major to to make the cut and to to play all four days and you know that was a that was a big deal. My plan all along was to turn pro at the end of the 07 summer after the Walker Cup. But I think uh I think winning the silver medal at Carnoustie was a huge um a huge confidence boost for me and and yeah, a confirmation as you say or, or a step in the right direction that you know, I can you know, I can play in the biggest tournaments in the world and I can hold my own. So, um yeah, that was that was massive for me and and that gave me a lot of uh it gave me a lot of confidence going forward, you know, knowing that I was going to play the Walker Cup, knowing that you know, after that, I was going to take this big, big leap into the professional game. And, um, you know, I, I, I knew that, you know, perf- you know, I felt like coming away from Carnoustie, I, there, I could have played better. There's things I could have done better, but, you know, I'm walking away from a major championship having, you know, having beaten a lot of, you know, top pros, which, um, yeah, which, yeah, which gives me a lot of confidence. from Northern Ireland, Rory McIlroy. Every you know tournaments that you win, you look back and, and there's 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 pivotal moments or there's there's moments throughout um, throughout the week that you mightn't realise are so important until after the fact and the the way I played the last few holes on Saturday was like I mean it was it was huge you know I you know I, I started the I started the week so well with two 66s and then was sort of having a, a pretty average day on on Saturday and then to um, I think I hold a I hold a really long putt on um, 13 or 14 for birdie like that just like that <laughs> It is a ridiculous game, Mark, isn't it? I mean, uh, and then the way I played the two par fives coming in sixteen and eighteen. Yeah, four iron into four iron into sixteen, and then it was a five iron into the last. After that, as well, those those two shots. Um, I think it just sort of showed how in control of my swing and my game I was. You can tell it's online. Not bad. Told you so. That's a gem. Looks good. That eagle gave me that six shot cushion and, and you know, it was really important and um, probably one of the best swings I've ever made. You know, I go back to YouTube and I watch that swing a lot, see if I can learn anything or what did I do. But yeah, it was, yeah, that's the one that stands out to me. When I'm going through periods where I, I'm maybe struggling a little bit, I do. Um, but when I'm, you know, for example, when I'm confident with my game like I am at the minute, 
Um, no, not, not that much time on YouTube. <laughs> because, yeah, I mean, under pressure, hitting long irons isn't, isn't the easiest thing to do in golf. And I think as well, it's, you know, when, when you're, you know that you're in control of your swing, it sort of makes everything a little bit, a little bit easier. I wasn't necessarily playing for Eagles. You know, I think when you're going for a par five and two, you, your first thought is just get it on the green. I mean, you're not going really, not really going for the pin, not, you know, you're just getting it on the green, giving yourself a putt. And, you know, if the putt drops, you make Eagle, it's a bonus, but you know, at least you're guaranteeing yourself a, an easy birdie. So that's all I was trying to do those two holes. And, um, I just hit, I just hit really, really, you know, good iron shots that set myself up, but still needed to make the putts after that to convert. And it wasn't quite the championship, but it was, you know, it, it put one hand on the claret jug for me. You know, I just needed to go out on Sunday and not do anything stupid. Um, and that's basically what I did. I, I could play quite conservatively and, and know that if I made a couple of mistakes, it was probably going to be okay. Um, so that Saturday afternoon was, was huge. score of 271, the winner of the gold medal and the champion golfer of the year is Rory McIlroy. I think that's the coolest thing is, um, you know, you, you get announced as um, the winner of the gold medal and the champion golfer of the year. That's a Anyone that grows up playing this sport and has aspirations of, of getting to the top level, um, that is something that you want to hear your name mentioned with at some point. And, you know, having having my parents there, especially my mom at the back of the 18th, was, um, was a really, really nice moment. And, you know, looking forward to this year. Want to keep up to date with the latest news on the Open Podcasts? as well as enjoying films, articles, quizzes, and much more? Get the Open app today to experience the greatest stories in golf all year round. A very special day in the sporting calendar brings us to this stunning part of the world as the Open returns to Northern Ireland and Royal Portrush for the first time in 68 years. You know, it was, you know in terms of the result for the week for me um selfishly it wasn't you know it was very disappointing and not what I wanted but I think for Northern Ireland and Portrush and for the Open in general it was an amazing week I mean you couldn't have got a better winner in Shane either um the whole week I you know everyone I I talked to you know especially over over here in the states, they they all say the Portrush has been their favorite open of the last ten years, um, which which means a lot to me, especially being you know where I'm from, and they all had such a good time, and um, they loved the golf course and they loved the crowds and the people, so uh, you know that that means a lot to me that that a lot of guys thought so highly of it, um, and yeah, I'm I'm excited to get back. It's a little bit of redemption for me, you know, I. I you know, I had that terrible day on the first day, but, you know, I made that run at the cut, which is, you know, as, as Fridays go, um, and when you're on the cut line, it was a weird roller coaster of emotions, but, um, 
a really, really cool day. Felt like so many people rallied behind me. And, you know, I sort of rode that wave of momentum the whole way through that Friday afternoon. And, um, yeah, I've never heard crowds like it just cheering someone on to try to make a cut. But it was uh, it was very, very cool. Well, let's have a listen to this wonderful reception for one of the best players we've ever seen. for Rory McIlroy a tremendous effort yeah it was a lot of pressure but I felt as I said I could have done a better job myself of of um knowing how to deal with it I guess you know I it, it all you know once I walked down those steps on the Thursday morning um it all just sort of hit me I was like wow this is and I, I just I never you know, I prepared for playing the golf, but I, I didn't prepare for how that feeling was going to be on the first tee. And at least now that I've been through it, I'll, I'll, I'll know better for next time. And it's nice that next time um, is just around the corner. So, uh, but still, it was a great, you know, it was a great week. You know, it ended up being great memories in some way for me. Um, and, you know, to, to see Shane, who, you know, has become one of my closest friends, go and lift that claret jug is... It was an unbelievable moment for, for for him and for the country and and for the Open in general. So it was uh it was very very cool. Shane Lowry is the Open champion. I mean, whenever someone asks me that question, you know, your your career and how do you feel it's went, and I always sort of have to go back to uh, eighteen year old Rory at Carnoustie, for example, and be like, okay, if you were to tell him that in you know whatever it is, fourteen years, fifteen years time, this is where you'll be in your career. I mean, I would have. I mean, oh my goodness, I've, I would have thought I'd hit the lottery and all my dreams have come true and so um I, I you know I I'm really happy with what I've done I'm proud of my achievements are there tournaments that I could have won that have sort of slipped through my fingers yes but I feel like I've won my fair share and I've become a much more consistent golfer over the past few years and and that will only just give me more opportunities to to win big big tournaments and big championships um you know, I, 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 I'd love to win more opens and more major championships. And I think when, when everything's said and done, and I, I, you know, retire from playing, you know, tournament golf, whenever that is, in twenty years' time, um, I'll be remembered for the majors and for the big, for the big moments. And um, I still feel like I've got quite a lot of big moments ahead of me. I've already created quite a few, but. Uh, yeah, I feel like I'm I'm still my game and my my mindset anyway is still on an upward trajectory. I feel like there's still more that I can do in this game and I, I've you know, this is as confident as I've felt in my game for a long, long time. Um 
and I've got so many more opportunities. So I'm, I guess I'm, I'm really happy with how it's been for the last, um, you know, you're going to have ebbs and flows in your career. But when I just look at the, the big picture, I'm really happy with my body of work and I'm really enthusiastic for the future because, you know, I feel like my game and my, my body is healthy and, you know, I'm, I'm in a good place where I can really just focus on my golf for the next, the next decade plus and, and give myself more opportunities to, to win the biggest tournaments in the world. To, to be an open, to be called the champion golfer of the year and to have a claret jug in your, in your house, to be able to go and look at it and look at all the names, um, it's one of the greatest honors in our sport. Um, you know, to have the gold medal, to have the claret jug, to have your name on a trophy with the likes of, I mean, you go back to old Tom Morris or Varden or Hogan or Nicholas or Palmer, or Player, Watson, Trevino, just, I mean, all the way through to, you know, Tiger, you know, the, the titans of our sport, sport the, the greats of our game have all gotten their hands on a claret jug. Um, and to be able to put your name alongside them is, is the best feeling in the world as far as I'm concerned as a golfer. Uh, and yeah, I, <laughs> you know, it's nice to have your name on that once. I'd love to put it on there a few more times. You know, you look at, you know, a Tom Watson or a Peter Thompson or, you know, Jack or Tiger or any of these guys that have, that have got multiple claret jugs, you want to you wanna put your name alongside those guys. So um, the Open that I won in 14 seems like a long time ago now as well. So um, I'm really happy that I have my name on there once, but, you know, I'd love to be able to put my name on there again. This has been an original audio production from the open.